You're listening to the Bahai World News Service. During a conference at the Bahai World Center, groups of continental councillors joined in conversations that were recorded by the Bahai World News Service for a series of podcasts on youth and social transformation, the advancement of women, and on Bahai moral and spiritual education programs. In this episode, councillors Musonda Kapusalinsel from Zambia they realize that actually their true identity is that of being a human being and that of being noble. Shireen Yousefian Ma'anyan from Greece. We all see what happens when you empower youth. Raffaella Capozzi from Italy. We are building a new way of thinking about the future. Bob Ale from Samoa. These youth are at the heart of this process engaging in the lives of young people as well as their families. Gulnara Evazova from Azerbaijan. It was amazing to see how youth spaces created in various communities. And Ayafor Ayafor from Canada. We have whole generations from 10 years now who are accompanying each other through the process. Explore the ways youth are contributing to social transformation in their communities through engaging in Baha'i initiatives for moral and spiritual education. So much of society is about um, maybe sometimes seeing youth in a negative light, um, seeing them as somehow rebellious or apathetic um, or, um, you know, and, and yet I think we've all experienced, we all see what happens when you empower youth, how they have this thirst um, for knowledge and learning about the world. They want to contribute, don't they, to a better world. And they have also this passion for justice. And so when they're somehow given the space um, and you know, help to sort of look at how can they contribute, then we just see these amazing, amazing outcome. And uh, I'm sure you've all got experiences where you live of that kind of things. It's interesting you mentioned that because we, we see it in our, uh, many of the communities where um, traditionally um, the voices of youth were um, suppressed in a mm. sense, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're not, um, you don't speak unless you're asked. But um, through the educational process, the youth were able to explore concepts um, such as service, what mm. the selfless service. And when they started to um, express this, their understanding of selfless service into action, the community, especially the leaders, gave them recognition. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like for example, in some of these settings, um, the, the pandemic really um, exacerbated this sense of hopelessness. Mm -hmm. And many families were in a way uh, deprived of social services. Um, but youth had this resilience and, and um, you know, they, they, they as you mentioned, um, 
What's the, what's the opposite of apathy? Uh, just mm. um, it took initiative. Yeah, they they took initiative. They saw what the needs of their communities, and because they they had this understanding of being able to to contribute, um, and they saw the needs, you know, quickly they they um, wanted to explore with many other families the concept of mutual cooperation, for, existing, mm. for example. Mm. And it's interesting, uh, like food security was a was an issue in in our islands. Mm. Um, ships weren't coming in because of the pandemic, and many families were. Um, struggling to make uh, to meet um, um, their needs, their, their needs. Mm -hmm. uh, but just by socializing with <clears throat> with other families talking to them what would it look like if our families combine our resources mm. so it's interesting how they they initiated this and then they they identified uh, you know pass of lands with these families um, and 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 you know when we what we also learned is that Youth created the space, um, and now the community is taking ownership of that space because they saw the the benefit mm -hmm. of families coming together uh, to talk about their aspirations, talk about the needs, and to work together mm -hmm. to meet those needs. Um, and just just in the in the recent months, they had their harvest, um, and and they they wanted to sell it, but when reflecting with some of them, they said that not men not not all the families benefited from from this collective plantation. So they said, okay, how can we engage more? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and when I was reflecting with one of the, the uh, new families that has recently joined, they said, because of this, there's a sense of love, love, mm -hmm. you know, amongst the community, but also there's this sense that um, true love means creating room for others to, to join. we were reflecting earlier many of us have seen many of these young people who've mm -hmm. come up and in fact defining learning to define their identity or realize recognize their identity through the process of helping those who are younger than them mm -hmm. so you have a young person who comes into a program in the summer for example and at the beginning they're envious of their friends who are playing soccer or different <laughs> things but then by the end of the summer they're holding, they're teaching children's classes, teaching junior youth groups. I mean, we have young people who every day of the week, they're coming back after school and they're dedicating a lot of time mm. to working with, with those who are younger than them mm. and not thinking about it as a burden. Mm. It's just become part of who, of what they are. I was going to say something about youth coming together, like even in large numbers, is so encouraging for the mm. youth because they feel that they somehow, you know, this support they give to each other, mm. Um, whereas um, a lot of the time they have had this isolation, not just because of pandemic, but just generally, yeah. you know, um, mm -hmm. just feeling quite alone, not being able to find a friendship group and now being in a larger group and feeling part of a movement, a youth mm -hmm. movement. And then how the conversation changes. And maybe at the beginning, the conversation is about a lot of their problems and the things they're dealing with. And then there's like this switch is made mm. the moment they start to look at how they can be of service, whether that's doing voluntary work for the environment or whether it's very concrete things like I think you mentioned also like helping younger kids with their homework, with their schoolwork, um, offering some kind of support to the younger generation. And we found that that just gave a whole sense of 
purpose to a large group of mm. youth who felt that time is very precious and how can we actually make our time worthwhile. We had a really interesting experience where at one point with the youth we were speaking about the subject of prayer and it's it was very alien to many of the youth and so quite a few of the youth were saying, you know, I'm atheist. Mm. Another one was saying, I don't believe in prayer. I've never done prayer. You know, I've never been comfortable with it. Or they, they associated prayer with a very specific mm. format, you mm. know. And, um, and then they started teaching children's classes and helping with the spiritual um, and uh, sort of moral empowerment and education of children. And in, within that framework, they were talking to the children about prayer, you know, and suddenly you see these youth coming back and reflecting and going, I need to learn about this subject. I need to, you know, how can I talk about it if I'm not, you know, moved by this or I'm not trying it? And we saw a lot of this kind of transformation where then youth would come and say, actually, prayer is really cool. It's like, <laughs> I, I use it in my everyday life yeah, now. Yeah, and it was yeah. because of the children that a youth, you know, got inspired to use, to use prayer. And how now the, some of these youth are thinking about even taking a year out mm. before they go to university and um, staying in the neighborhood mm. and really offering um, like a year mm. to help these processes become stronger. And yeah, it's really beautiful, beautiful transformation. I feel that there is this natural aspiration of nobility in mm. human being. And then for youth is quite uh, fast to uh, realize that this is uh, inside us, that human beings have these uh, wonderful qualities yeah. and talents. And uh, the real power that we have is power of love, power of justice, so we can use this power and can change the world very quickly. And this is something that is not so present in the society. So when you look at human being as um, uh, an animal and they can't do much more than think about their own interests and you can change completely the perspective, this changes the entire picture. So it's so exciting to see that this can be very fast. You know, uh, Rafaela, you just mentioned something about nobility. And um, it's one of the things in, uh, for instance, where I come from, this question of uh, equality of men and women mm -hmm. and how women are, are not considered um, uh, equal to men because it is felt like their capacity is uh, uh, much lower. Mm -hmm. in, in this village, we, uh, the youth have been learning, you know, about how to ensure that the, the, the male youth do not leave the women youth behind. Mm -hmm. It was, of course, discovered that there was such a disparity, you know, between the, the, the male uh, and the female in the village. And so the youth made it such a, made such a conscious effort that whenever, um, whatever program, for instance, that is empowering youth, as much women or as much young ladies, you know, are included. And in this particular village, uh, before uh, when you when you vis visit, there would be in a space there would be mostly male youth, and also the male youth would be the ones who would uh, go a little bit further in in terms of education. But now, because of this consciousness of that, you know, of of the equality, you know, of of men and women. We have seen so many young um, ladies mm. who have these aspirations, you know, mm. to become educated and they're actually uh, pursuing their education. And uh, when we visited, we, we, 
we asked them, so what, what are your aspirations? And, you know, they said that society looks at them as empty brains, you know, wow. but then yeah. whilst, whilst they, they, they were engaged in this process, they discovered that they're actual gems mm. and they're in you know, the gems of inestimable value. Mm. They are also protagonists, you know, of change mm. in their community. And so they know that they have uh, just as much capacity as the boys have. Mm -hmm. And you can really see in this community that there's such a transformation at the level of culture because uh, uh, even the parents now are seeing that, oh, our girls do have the same capacity mm -hmm. as yeah. our boys. So uh, another thing is when we're having conversations with these uh, young girls before, there would be, when you ask them like uh, what, for instance, when you finish studying um, uh, your your uh, secondary school, we call it secondary school mm -hmm. back home, uh, what would you like to study? And a lot of them are speaking about, you know, I would like to study something that will make me um, uh, benefit, you know, my community. Mm -hmm. So I would, and I don't want to leave my village yeah. because I want to make sure that I contribute to those who are um, to the life, the uplifting, mm -hmm. the spiritual and the material life of the community mm -hmm. so that those who are coming behind me can also have the same mm -hmm. aspirations and uh, contribute to the community. So they, they would like to study, uh, most of them would like to be teachers because they feel nice. that the role of a teacher in society is very important. And really the teacher is the one who instills, you know, a lot of um, um, uh, desire, you know, mm -hmm. for learning. Mm -hmm. And so uh, some of them would like to become um, farmers, but then using the good technology of mm -hmm. farming, as well as the traditional technology mm -hmm. of farming. So you can see that really the conversation is really changing in this mm -hmm. community and everyone is seeing themselves as equal mm -hmm. and, and that everyone has the capacity to contribute to the, to the betterment of that community. It's very powerful to see material and uh, spiritual progress in the same uh, uh, path and same perspective. I was thinking also for uh, uh, the youth in our society, how important it is to see uh, the science and religion that go together. Mm -hmm. Because we, of course, we have a lot of trust in a scientific solution of many problems like environmental problems and mm -hmm. healthy pro health problems. But then uh, we, we ob starting observing that the spiritual part is uh, missed and the youth immediately um, realize how important it is to have uh, uh, these uh, spiritual uh, and the, the spiritual principles and mm -hmm. qualities that are needed to solve problems. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not that we don't have uh, the scientific solution of the problem, big problems that the world have, but if we don't use capacity of collaboration, unity of mankind, mm -hmm. justice in the world, it's impossible to solve the problems. Mm -hmm. And for them it's so clear mm -hmm. that in a few minutes they are able to identify next steps uh, and again uh, find new hope uh, for some challenge, challenge and problems that we are facing. We want uh, the, the betterment of the world in, the, in both perspective and this is one reality, is something that they really uh, appreciate and then it's easier to think education in, the in uh, uh, combining with service, uh, family life, economical life, or many things of their life that can become one. I think all these things are touching on, on this question of how society is advancing, the advancement of civilization, yeah. which, of which the young people are at the fore. 
So like the principles of consultation, working together as a whole group. Yeah. And, and, and the thing in consultation is that when you have a group of people who are working together and they're, they're looking at all the di dimensions coherently, mm. it's like my, what I have to, I need help with my homework. Also, I need to study, I need to work with others and we accompany each other. And when they face obstacles, they consult. Yeah. Mm. And the consultation allows them to chart a path forward based on certain principles. Yeah. Mm. And those principles can be scientific, but the principles are also uh, mm. based on spiritual teachings. And the, like, as you mentioned, the qualities that they, they raise. So th that the power of the youth movement is, is, is not just that the youth are, are becoming enlightened to their capacity, but they're becoming enlightened to their capacity together, mm. working mm. together as a group. And, they're, and, they're, and as they're doing it, because they're doing it with a generation that comes after them, mm. and then it's like generation upon generation mm. that is building. And it's, it's kind of building on the shoulders of each other because we're not going to consult about a, a problem multiple times. We'll solve it and we'll, mm. we'll move ahead. But we will <laughs> we'll encounter other ones, <laughs> and then we and but then we've built our capacity to to address the other ones. I would never forget one story. What mother shared that she was suffering with her kids in her home, and she was trying to be perfect mother, reach out for each of her three children, do everything for them, pack lunch and have like cook, have home and all the say at the same time try to read something. And then at certain stage she understood that this is something is, is wrong. Then these two mothers came together and said, okay, let's come together during certain hours during the week and have our common space. Mm. Children are together, we're doing many things together, and how we help each other. So we felt that uh, children, they brought some quotes from children classes to those spaces, and then uh, everybody started caring about each other. How I, do I care about my mother when she's mm. tired? What I can, how can I participate? Mm. Or what I can do to help my young sister with with her uh, house uh, homework mm -hmm. that mother can have uh, more time mm -hmm. uh, for herself or to spend some uh, to cover her basic needs or and the amazing change for me was how fathers getting in coming to this uh, area we know that fathers are all, all day they are trying to uh, particularly in the villages trying to assist with the, uh, with income but having them as part of that conversation, they actually help them also to be closer to their children, mm. to feel their children more, and also feel what, help them also to overcome that uh, gap between uh, ages and build constructively their relations. And so I enjoyed visiting that community. And when, when children came, are we coming to consult about? I have topic to to start with. So when previously when I visited, I I did not see this kind of change. When child comes with idea, what we can start conversation about. And I also see um, this these efforts by the youth um, to help the younger generation and engage in um, conversations uh, with the parents is is helping in many of our um, settings and neighborhoods and villages 
redefine what family means. Mm. Um, so like one example of, of um, a family in one of the neighborhoods in Samoa, um, the, the daughter uh, was just didn't have this inspiration to go to, to school anymore. And, um, and the animator had been having conversations with this, um, you know, uh, junior youth about um, the reasons why, and, and she felt uh, because her grades are low and, you know, all these and, and um, other people's in her family, they're, they're illiterate. Uh, so why should I make an effort? You know, uh, this is, this, it's like, this is my identity. This is who I'm going to be. Mm. Uh, and so, and the animator immediately went and, and uh, had a conversation with the parents. And then the parents realized that many other families have the same issues with their, and then they created this space, this gathering of families of the same challenges and then the animators so it's very interesting you know this how we've, we've come to realize that when when these youth are at the heart of this process engaging in the lives of young people as well as their families they they see them as their own so they become one big family in, in a sense it's interesting because in very different uh, realities we are the same yeah. you know, mm -hmm. there are so of. many youth engaged in this same way yeah I think one of the um, the things that the youth also uh, before this movement were struggling with is this question of uh, identity yeah. and having this identity crisis. But then, of course, having been engaged in this process of um, uh, spiritual and material transformation, they realize that actually their true identity is that of being a human being mm. and that of being noble, you know. And they realize that uh, um, the whole world is 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 um, going towards this uh, oneness mm. and thinking about how uh, the identity really should be the identity of oneness of, of of humanity. And so we're really seeing now the youth not struggling so much about you know the tribe they belong to or the the their color, their ethnic ethnicity. Mm or even um, in this uh, uh, um, regard, uh, back home gender, um, and this struggle, you know, for, 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 for an identity that is imbued in, in prejudice. Um, I think uh, we have seen that the movement has really created in the youth, um, this consciousness that we are all one mm -hmm. and that everyone has capacities. Mm -hmm. Everyone has capacities which needs, need to be unlocked mm -hmm. and everyone has something to contribute um, to this uh, divine civilization, which I had, had referred to earlier on. Um, and I think this is as a, as a way to move forward. Um, the youth, um, as if we bring in more and more youth to have this vision you know, for mm -hmm. humanity, mm -hmm. then of course we will see uh, communities, neighborhoods, villages really flourish. Um, on, on the principles, you know, that will bring about this oneness. You're listening to the Baha'i World News Service, reporting on major developments and endeavors of the global Baha'i community. For more information, visit news.baha'i.org.